Welcome back to Weekend Kickoff, the biggest game in all of college football is Saturday at noon in the Horseshoe. It is Ohio State and unbeaten Maryland. What? It's a big game. That's nope. why we have a weekend He's right. kickoff. What He's, is, it's what a is big this? Game. Berm is not buying into the tournament. Listen, if you're negative on this panel, you're kicked off. I buy into the fact that it's a big game. He doesn't. What did I say? sarcastic. We're here for weekend kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant Heating Cooling Systems, and we wouldn't do it if it wasn't a big game. We don't do it every week, Berm. I think think it's a big game. It's a huge game. This guy has zero respect for the Turtles. What in the world? I think it's a big game. Do you feel that way? This is Zach Boren. This is Tyvis Powell, and that's the hater, Jeremy <laughs> Birmingham. He's he's trying to disrespect the Turtles, not me. The Turtles is number one in the Big Ten in offense. Tell me, aren't they good, Tyvis? Tell me. Well, I mean, Talia is really good at quarterback, and that's half the battle right there. I mean, they got a lot of playmakers. How how like, good is he? Let's let's. Oh, get a, here, see, I now, ask here we go. I want to I want to ask the panel. Burm the hater. If you wow. had if you had to place him in a percentile of national college quarterbacks. Would he be in the top fifteen percent, top twenty percent of college quarterbacks? Where well, don't even say percent because top twenty. It, top, I'll put him top twenty. There's one hundred and thirty. <laughs> top eight. There's yeah. one hundred and thirty quarterbacks. Top twenty. Right. One hundred thirty quarterbacks. Cut a quarterbacks in half. Yeah. One hundred and thirty quarterbacks. I would say he is top twenty. T- yeah. Top twenty. I would even say almost top fifteen. Thank. I would almost say top fifteen too. Yeah. That's what I said. You don't think so? This guy. Austin, you don't think you, you, you want to know something? This word all changed for me. I was, I was in, I swear, dead honest. I was in your shoes last year, right? And then I went to the Ohio State Co- College game. Park, Ohio State Maryland game. You were on the sideline schmoozing with Gene no, Smith, I, but I saw the donors. I, I know, but I saw him up close and personal, what he was able to do on the field, mm-hmm. and I gained a whole new respect for him. The, the dude has a quick release. Now, does he have a cannon? No, no not yeah. at all. The dude has a quick release, though, mm-hmm. and he is silky smooth. He's athletic. He's hard to tackle. Like He's just a quick, shifty dude. And so when you have a quarterback that's got a quick release, is shifty, it's just hard as a defense because it's going to – it's going to put so much pressure on the linebackers on defensive line, especially with all their RPO stuff that they're going to do. Yeah. It's just tough to defend them. Hard I, to contain him because he's athletic. He moves right. in, moves in the pocket. Really I well. hate RPOs. <laughs> no, I, no, they really grind my gears because you. It's nothing worse than seeing your linebacker in a bind. Yeah. Like, do I take the run? But if I take the run, he gonna pull it, boom, throw the slam yeah. like that. But that, it also slows the pass rush. It does. You know what I'm saying? No, it does because they they, have to they play stop run. and yeah. then they try to jump up to get, and they, they never get there. So yeah, it's it's gonna be a very interesting game, and for you to feel like it's just gonna listen. I know the spread is 18 and a half. Whoa, why is everybody turning this on? Well, Burns said it was you because we've seen it all week. It's not. When did it go to 18 and a half? Wasn't it 18 and a half? No, it was 19 and a half. And it jumped up to I think twenty or twenty and a half. You know what? It's it's fluctuated Hold between twenty one and eighteen, you know like depending it, on the hour. It is. It's never been less than eighteen that I've seen, no. and it has been as high as twenty one. It's and a half. twenty right now on 20. the head, it's going back up. Wow! <laughs> so last year, Vegas is disrespecting <laughs> the Terrapins. <laughs> what? Listen, why last, would they do that? What had to happen last year for us to win? Hey, they they've played two very competitive games in College Park. What has happened the other times that these two programs have played, Tyvis? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember playing them and uh, being tied with them at halftime in 2015. 
Okay. I do remember that. It was uh, well, it was not a great that day. That was Mike Loxley's interim uh, head coaching debut at Maryland. It was yeah. not a, it was not a great day. You know, it was a very frustrating day for the defense. Hey, let's talk about that 2015 Ohio State football team. That was What about them? It was very well, confusing. Berm just wants to keep talking about negative stuff tonight. It's pretty what confusing. Is going on? <laughs> that was a confusing. <laughs> we were getting ready for the weekend. Uh, that was a confusing uh, team. Uh, so it's ba- not back to the back to the game. Tell me about back it. to the game. I understand your point of do you think it's going to be a big game and close? And and I'm not saying it's going to be close. I'm not saying it. Do I think it's a really good Maryland team that's coming in here? Yes. Like I think I think it's a I shouldn't say really good. I think it's a good team. I think this weekend is more about what do we have from an Ohio State standpoint rather than who they're facing. I respect the three of you, so much. I will listen to all your arguments about it. And if you can change my mind that a team is really good based on what you've seen on film or that or Talia is so good to you, like I'll listen to it. But they've done nothing through five games against one of the worst schedules that God has ever created. Man, to say that they, it ain't like they're struggling it. in games. I, I, they were down by 14 to Virginia at home. It was, it, was, it was early. They were. I, I watched it. <laughs> I watched it. It was a Friday night game. I saw that. And I don't think, I don't think the I'm team's great. I'm not trying great. to disrespect No, no, no. Them. I don't I just, think the team's great. I think Talia is a really good football player. That's I agree. why I say it. And it's a, let's be honest, so much of a team is the quarterback. Is the quarterback. If a quarterback plays an A-plus game, things, things get It's weird. hard to beat. Yeah. Well, I w- this, is, this is my thing. This is my fear is that... You 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 play a, a physical Notre Dame game. You take a week off, and when you take that week off, it's not like you come right back and you just click it on all cylinders. Like it, it does take about a quarter, and in that quarter, if Maryland jumps on it, they can at least take a lead. They can get seven, so, maybe ten. See, Tyvis, that's where I kind of disagree. You don't think? That's where I kind of disagree. I'm telling you, I'm more so. I I don't want to focus on the team or on the opponent. I think this is more of a. What are we going to see within that first half of what this team is? Because we talked on Sunday after Notre Dame game, talked to you in this past week. I'm expecting this team to take the next step, and we're going to see that in the first half. What, what, What Ohio State was able to do on the second half of that game against Notre Dame, especially what the offense was able to do in the last two possessions of that game, take the ball right down the field when they needed to, I think that it... If they carry that over, this team's going to be dangerous. See, I, I mean, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Nothing would make me more proud as a former Buckeye than to see them do that. And hey, to be once a Buckeye, always a Buckeye. You're not a former Buckeye here, pal. You're, you're right. still a Buckeye. No Bucks. Anyways, I think that for the thing that I like, <laughs> you had to do that. The thing that I like about this team is that I compare them to like having a kid. Every year you watch them get better and develop and become better and better and better. And every week it seems like this team takes another step that's positive. You say in the first week there is no pass rusher. Kyle McCord looks lost out there. The next week he gets he becomes the starter. Boom, he's making these confident throws. He's taking care of the ball. The pass rush, JTT starting to hit a spin move. You start to see these pass rushes. Mm-hmm. You say the DBs ain't doing well. Boom, Denzel Burke is making plays on the ball. So every week this team has gotten better. And I would love to see them take another step. And I will, I do believe by the end of the game, we'll be like, okay, this is this team is starting to look like they're ready for poise to make that run in November. But there is a little bit of a bye week. 
I'm the exact no, It's not, it's not say, bye week. It's PTO week. Yeah. I, I would say that. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Ohio State under Ryan Day with two weeks to prepare for any opponent. They're averaging a margin of victory of 41 points. So I, I think actually that the off week is a, is the other side of the coin. I think that actually helps Ohio State for a number of reasons. Aside from the fact that you get physically a chance to rest and relax after a very physical Notre Dame game. This game, to me, would be like higher on the upset watch list if Ohio State had to play immediately after Notre Dame from a mental standpoint because you're coming down from that high of that game, and I don't think you really get over something like that till two or three days into the into the work week, and then all of a sudden it's Thursday, and then it's Friday, yeah. and then it's game day. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a, big, a bigger chance of a hangover from that game if they were playing immediately. I, I think it's actually a, a big boost for Ohio State. To Do you know why I feel that way? No. I'm gonna tell you. you I'm glad. I, I would like to. I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> See, the worst thing that happens in this game is not when you get criticized; it's when you get complimented. And every after that Notre Dame game, people's like, you know what? This is a good team. This is a mm, I don't know that they were. I'm gonna give you a Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. That was that's a big not so fast, my friend. I think I think after that game, everyone was excited about coming out with a victory. But everyone but, was like, well, what? Uh, yes, correct. I think everyone was like, we won, but this we won, but. Dude, I, mean, I don't think I know they people. Were. I don't think they were. Uh-huh. Oh my God! There have been so many people Zach, that I don't think outspoken they were. about the run defense. Maybe about not in the, the building. It, Maybe it, not in the building. Uh, no, in the building they happened. Well, there you go. In the building, not they so happened. fast myself. It, there <laughs> was not so fast yourself. They, there was a lot of reflection in the building and in Buckeye Nation after that game of oh my God, they pulled out a victory even with all these mistakes, even without these people really showing up and playing a great game. So I know there's a lot of guys, especially linebackers, still Chambers came out and talked about it, how bad they played, right? Mm -hmm. So they know it's been brought up. They're like, hey, we need to correct some issues, especially with Penn State coming in three weeks. All right, so we've already jumped into a number of our big things, but you have to narrow it down to the biggest uh, as we get into our one big thing segment. It is brought to you by our primary and only favorite We sponsor. should voice over that. Right, heating and cooling systems. One big thing. Berm, I think your thing was the off week, but... No, uh, I mean, it is sort of, but, uh, you know, I had time to think about this while I was driving down uh, from home today, and uh, <laughs> it's, I'm going to try to get a little bit, like, melancholy, meta here, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. To me, the one big thing this week is trust. It's Ryan Day trusting Kyle McCord. How are we going to evaluate that? And letting him run the offense fully. Oh, no. I like Opening that. up the offense and saying, hey, you proved to us that you can go out in a huge situation and we can take the reins off you, unshackle you a little bit. You did everything you had to do. You came up with, with the throws that you had to get. I want to see that early in the game and often. I want to see what we, you talked about with Ryan Day on Tuesday, the first and second down philosophy changing a little bit and seeing the offense open up because I think – Maryland, despite the fact that the four opponents Ohio State has played have tried to slow the game down, that is not Maryland's DNA. They're going to try mm-hmm. to throw the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike Gloxley is their head coach. Mike, so we'll, you know, yeah. And Josh Gaddis, the speed and space offensive coordinator. Like That's, that's yeah. what they're going to try to do. So I think you're going to have an opportunity here to have an up-tempo game. And I think Ohio State is best when they do that. I think Kyle McCord is best when they do that. And I think it's just about Ryan Day trusting that to happen uh, and letting it happen this week. So to me, trust. Tyvis, what's the most brotherhood part of this matchup? The most important. Berm is 
He's trying to rattle you. He is, yeah. but I'm not gonna let him get to me. He's yeah. a, he's an enigma, you know. One big thing. He's here to to test me, but he's not gonna do that. <laughs> my, my, well, he's most, testing you, but you're passing it. The most important thing in this game to me is the defensive line. And why do I say, well, obviously I say it for a number of reasons, but we all have respect for Talia as a quarterback. The only person that can really affect that quarterback is a pass rush. And, you know, yeah, it's getting better, but it still isn't quite, you know, the sacks. And I think I talked to one of y'all that was like, sacks is not just not going to happen in today's football because these quarterbacks are really good. The leading sack master in the Big Ten. And the Buckeyes are, are the worst team in the Big Ten with only five team sacks. The highest individual sack total in the Big Ten right now is two. Okay, see, so can I can I finish? What yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. It's not. It's, oh, thank you. It's, thank it's, you. It's not a statistic that has a lot of. Uh, I appreciate value you right for, okay, for pointing that out. But teams two. have twice as many. Sure. Two. Two. Can I finish? Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> Can I finish my point? Can I finish? Thank you. We got Ross Perot. So it's not a, it's not necessarily about the sacks. This is where I was going. going. It's not necessarily about the sacks. It's about the pressure. But it's about the pressure, and it's about getting your hands up and matching the ball because that RPO thing is real, and they have a chance to stop that by just getting their hands up and matching the quarterback. So to me, it has to be that D line is the most important thing. Is that is that on the outside? Is it on the inside? Who? Well, if you could get the inside pressure, I mean that that kills okay, is everything. Is that, that stops is that on everything. Is that what you want yes. against a guy like Talia? Yeah, because that you, allows no, him to hit the, the no. Because it, the worst thing then for he, for a quarterback and a running wow, back is bad. the pressure coming directly at him because that's something that's not expected. Okay, usually quarterbacks like to step up to avoid the sacks, mm. but if it's in your lap. See, then if you go out, you got guys on the edge that got some speed to yeah. them, you know, a little bit quicker than the defense. Last attack. year, I thought Talia so, hurt the Buckeyes by getting to the outside, to the outside and extending yeah. plays that way. I don't think that's going to be a problem this year. Well, I, I hope <clears throat> Part of the reason he got there was because guys were not actually trying to tackle him in the backfield. So, yeah. Um, What's yours? One I, big thing. I thought it was, I was, I agree with Tyvis <laughs> that it was going to come down to Thank you. the pass rush. You're a smart man. Uh, I mean, he's. Tyvis is one of the brightest people that, that any of us know. So um, he's right about that. I don't want to belabor the point. I do believe that the pass rush, you can find any metric and say that they've been successful, they're creating pressure, they're not giving up points. Like that's all that's all fair. I can't argue against it. The sack totals are low. The individual win rate percentages are lower than they should be for Ohio State. I just I was only comparing it to some other teams, namely Penn State, which has been the best in the Big Ten at that. And seeing like how much more room is there to make up for that, I, I think some more creativity is required. I don't, I don't want to talk about the rotation again over and over, but I think that Jack Sawyer and JT Tuamolau are so similar that if you're gonna spark the pass rush, that maybe Caden Curry and Kenyatta Jackson need to be more involved in that rotation on the edge to give you something different, more of a pure straight ahead, pin your ears back and go threat there if i'm wrong about that so be it i mean i'm not slighting jack sawyer's ability or jt's they're both really really good big 10 defensive ends but i just think they're doing two things that are the same and part of that is like watching zach break it down on buck iq and thinking that maybe there's something else that they especially a week like like this week when you have a quarterback who's smaller we we've all seen him he's small Mm -hmm. he's shifty you can't have a bigger bull rush power guys on the edge because I agree with Berm. Last year, in this very game, 
we got burnt on the outside. Like early on in the game, he was doing a lot of stuff with his feet. And I'm going to call him Lil Tua because – Tua Tito. It, it, <laughs> I'm going to call him Lil Tua, though, and I have all week. That's not a, a knock on him. It's because I've got a lot of respect for him and, and him saying Lil – or me saying Lil Tua is like he reminds me of his brother. He really does. And when he gets out of the pocket, especially not forward but outside – is when he's the most dangerous, yeah. and that's when two is the most dangerous. When he gets out of the pocket on the sides, and when you've got two bull rush guys, and I think JTT is more athletic than Jack, but when you have those guys that are kind of stronger, more physical dudes, once he breaks contain, you're in trouble. Like yeah. you need some guys like Kenya Jackson, like Caden Curry, that can run, that are more athletic than those guys, and and able to to track them down. But we could go on and on about that. Yeah, we don't have to. My, my biggest thing is, it goes back to Kyle McCord. I want to see what he's able to build on from that Notre Dame game. When things matter the most, he showed up. Those last two drives made the throws when he wasn't really getting much throughout the entire game. He didn't have any touchdown throws against Notre Dame. So how can he come or back? Or Indiana. Or Indiana, correct. But Indiana... C.J. Stroud it, well, and he, Justin Fields never but, had two games in there. He but had listen. two touchdown throws. Yeah. He didn't have two touchdowns. I don't like... It's an anomaly. You can't, even, you can't even throw Indiana in there. It's an that's not That's not fair. I wouldn't count that game. But well, why not? He had the Marvin throw that the Big Ten officials took away, and then he had a Mecca's drop. Oh, no, no, day, no, so no, yeah, no. Why not? Because he didn't play the whole game. How many series was Devin given? I think they had seven series total, and Devin had three series. So he only has four series in a game? I believe so. I think they only had seven series against Indiana. No, they had ten. I think it was six. No, they, it was no. six and four. Okay, whatever. Here nor there. He didn't get them all. That's he didn't point. get them all. That was my point. He he barely got half. He got 60%. Right. Right? So that's why. It's not all. That's it, not all. Nowhere close to all. So It's 40% off. Yeah. From, <laughs> from, my, from, my standpoint, <laughs> from my standpoint is he's got to come out, throw some touchdowns, because in order for this team to be successful against Penn State, against Michigan, at Wisconsin – Kyle McCord's got to be able to continue the confidence and beat him with the, the football. All right, we still got our hottest takes. Brought hottest to you by Bryce. What is going on over here? I don't know. You had a long drive down <laughs> was, from Toledo. It was really stressful because it was raining the whole time and there was a lot of a lot of construction, a lot of accidents. I was just like, I just want to get out of this car, and then I did. Yeah, and here I am. But you got a fast car. You should have. What just, am I, Tracy Chapman? Look, you should drive a Jeep. I'm not a driving a fast car. Anyway, I got a ticket to anywhere. I don't know what is happening right now. Here's what's going to happen. We do have our hottest take that's coming up later on on Weekend Kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. We are going to get Tyvis and Zach on the whiteboard, and we're going to kick Berm the hell off the show. Great idea. Great idea. Precision engineering. Rigorous attention to detail. A Bryant Evolution heating system is so well-designed it's as much of a joy to install as it is to use. Good to go. For the dealer nearest you, visit Bryant.com. All right, welcome back. Fantastic stuff from two of the great football minds that you're ever going to meet, Zach Bourne and Tyvis Powell, as we roll along here, the final segment. Do you like that? Yeah, you're giving, you're giving I mean, us good compliments. Was that good enough? Zach is unbelievable. I mean, he can do a lot of things. He has the most iconic pitcher in Ohio State history. I just want to be like him. I think that's – <laughs> If a, we've got great minds, minds will turn in our resumes to Michigan State. 
For the coach opening, wow. right? <laughs> you know who's not turning in a resume? Urban Meyer. Urban, 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 Urban Meyer. That's, that's where I was Urban. going. See, Frank I'm glad Meyer. you caught on to that. Thank <laughs> I, you. All of us are much more likely candidates to mm. coach the Spartans. I agree. Um, and there we go. We got that out. When I saw that, I was like, who? <laughs> and people believe this. Not in a million years. <laughs> it would never, ever, 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 ever happen. Uh, well, well, for a billion, I'm thinking. I think he. Think, not, no, I still I'm don't think sure. he would. A billion? No, yes, no. he would. No, knowing him the way I do, no, the, he wouldn't do it. The he, there would be no just, amount of money. I'll text him. Michigan, where they find <laughs> all this money? We all can. Michigan State just canceled all of their NIL deals with their players, and suddenly they have a billion dollars. Yeah, I don't. Not I'm not buying it. Anyway, this actually, I think they got sued for it's a hundred million yeah. today. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. Well, that's right. That's going to be. You have to keep paying for cheese cups in the press box at Spartan Stadium now. Mm. Thanks, thanks a lot, uh, Tuck. Anyway, this is the heading home with our hottest takes. Heading in, they're brought to you by Brian Heaton Cooling System, Ohio State, Maryland. Bill Landis is joining the show down here, by the way. Yeah, hi. And you're going to kick us off. What's your hottest take about this game? So, so it has to be specific to this game. I would. Pref- I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to. It's weekend kickoff, so yeah, yeah, I would yeah. like it to be for this. Week. I had I had more of like a season Let's long hot take, but this can be the springboard for it. And you guys were talking about it. Put them both the on. First we'll crank up the we're, heat. We'll turn it up. Yeah, uh, I think Kyle McCord is going to be a Heisman Trophy finalist, and it starts on Saturday. I like oh, he rolled him with, into one with him slinging that uh-huh. rock, chucking it all over the yacht, chucking it all over the yacht uh-huh. against Maryland's. Suspect defense. I'm glad wow. that you said that. Cause whoa, I'm, whoa, whoa. Maryland's defense sorry, is one of the best in the, the country. The 85 Bears, yeah. Sorry. I, yeah. Wow, that's a little... <laughs> <laughs> well, look at what they've done through wow. five games, Tyvis. Oh, look. Let you wow. tell it. <laughs> they ain't played nobody. They have not. 133rd yeah. strip the schedule, I think you keep saying. That's, some that's, some very bad passing offenses have thrown the ball like okay against their secondary. I think Ohio State's passing attack is very good and on the up. After after the Notre Dame game, I think there's a lot of confidence in Kyle McCord. I think Ryan Day needs to give him the reins, what Burm was talking about earlier, let him throw it more. That's the way this offense finds its gear. So I think Kyle starts accumulating the stats you need because he's only got six touchdown passes. Caleb Williams has 21. Like, there's a big gap there he's got to close. Um, but yardage-wise, he's there. He's not too far off in yeah. yardage. Yeah, like efficiency is is, is okay, he, but he needs to add to that. So you do it against Maryland. You do it against Purdue two weeks from now. So, so do it against Penn State. How many touchdowns? Well, he has to do it against Penn State and Michigan, obviously, to get there. But but I'm I'm thinking that he will. Like I, I will buy all the Kyle McCord stock you want to give me based off what I saw at the end of the Notre Dame game. I just like his poise. I thought was incredible. He was not the most accurate quarterback in the world. He didn't I'd probably blow people away with his arm strength, but I think he will. And now I know that he's got the. Uh, Fortitude. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weekend kickoff. Yeah, you can a, call it whatever you want. Yeah. To, to operate in crunch time. Are we allowed to get off script real quick? Yeah, of course. Okay. What, Did you what, see the first what, segment? Hey, you were what, part of hey, it. I know I was. <laughs> hey, what more stock are you buying? Kyle McCord or Manny Diaz? Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord, okay. <laughs> I think, All right. I think Zach's doing a lot of reading this week. <laughs> I, I have been. Manny Diaz coming out and saying, I'm like, Who, yeah. yeah, what stock are you buying more of? Manny Diaz or Kyle McCord? I, I thought I'd ask. Are you a Penn State guy? Are you down well, with the um, you think OPP? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me. You, no, you, 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 did you see you what Manny, did you see what Manny Diaz said this week? No, what did he say? Oh, he was asked about Ohio State, and he said that they always are looking forward because they have a bye week this week, so they've done some PTO. Yeah, they've done some scouting uh, on Ohio State, and he ended the question with, "I have a very strong opinion about Ohio State, and I'm not going to share it." Oh. Mm-hmm. Basically saying that he thinks they're he's got a crack. They're terrible. 
Um, we'll see. Uh, well, I guess we'll, we'll we'll find out. Yeah, Bill, what's the key to to letting Kyle cook? Don't say that because the last time somebody we used that phrase, it didn't go what's, well. What are the ingredients he you. needs to go into the <clears throat> kitchen and thrive in the passing attack? I I think they there were a lot of like. I don't know, like air raid concepts. I thought in that Notre Dame game, like a lot of like mesh, a lot of like the was like Y over like deep crosser. Um, I think that kind of stuff. It's like do do more of that. It's like the Dwayne Haskins offense. I think is what Ohio State needs to kind of get into more. I just don't think they're a very good rushing team. I think they have the pieces for that to be a compliment to them throwing the football effectively and dangerously. But I, like I'm a little tired of <laughs> seeing them try to like find balance and run the football in the way that Ryan Day like, like thinks they need to for some reason. Just throw it around, man. He had the best receivers in the country. He had a quarterback who's growing in confidence every week who was also very talented and a former five star prospect. Mm-hmm. Let's lean into it. We've seen him do it before, right? And I, I get that it's difficult when Kyle's younger and he hasn't seen everything yet. Like, I understand that. But now he showed you he can do it on the road against Notre Dame. I don't think you should have any more reservations. Just let him rip it. I think that's interesting because it's not like Dwayne had a ton of experience. And by midseason, it was like, well, he could do everything. Yeah, yeah just let it rip. I mean, that's half the battle right there. Like, you get confidence. You know you got You know you got the playmakers. Just put the ball there and let them do what they do. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah the, the difference is those guys had a running attack with guys that got downhill that were physical. And we've said it for multiple weeks now, and nothing against Travion. I think he's super talented. Yeah. But I think this offense is so much better suited and will be so much more successful if you have Chip as the number one guy. Just because of his running style, the yardage that he's able to get. Travion, uh, he, he's got the home run, right? He's got it in him. Mm-hmm. But he's got too many... Zero, one, and two yard gains in him. Whereas in Chip is more of a four or five yard kind of guy. Can break him. He, he doesn't have the all out speed that Trey has, or yeah, that Travion has. Mm-hmm. But he's well, still going to get you. I'm about to say, yeah, he's no, no, right, no, 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 he's, he's still, no, no, he still is. But him getting downhill the way he does is going to give you a lot more second and sixes when the hole's not there compared to second and eight, second and nine. They got a lot of second and nine. Well, they, <laughs> they had a lot against Notre Dame. And on the, in the same, it's not like the offensive line is just fixed. I mean, it's still a work in progress. So, you know, Travion has to deal with that. Chip Trainum, obviously, you can take you for that ride and pick up yep. those two or three yards on contact. And with Travion, if he, he kind of is a speed guy, he's looking to get outside. The way the tackles is, you're replacing two tackles that still aren't 100% there yet. So he's getting a lot. That's why he's getting tackled in the backfield because it's still a work in progress at those two tackle spots. And, Bill, you you wrote about this, I think, coming out of Notre Dame, but it may have been the week before. Like Some of the cause of second nine, second and ten is that Ryan Day is taking shots on first down. Yeah. And then then running for one yard it, on it, second down. It's odd. And I guess I'd, I want your guys' perspective on that as, as players. Like, they were calling a fair amount of deep play action, like, the shots on first down. Notre Dame had them all sniffed out. So, all of a sudden, you're second and ten. And I think they ran the ball. They had 15 second downs. I think they ran the ball in, like, 13 of them. And a lot of them were second and long. Well, as a coach, are you just, like, trying to get to whatever you can get, like, the third and manageable rather than try to throw it in that situation on well, second and long? Yeah, you want to make it third. You want to make third down as close as possible. But the thing about the the play actions on first down is if you're not running the ball successfully, like, mm. 
why as a defender do I have to respect that? Why would I respect that? Like, yeah, if it, if it's if it's a guy that's breaking them and being physical, getting eight yards or getting a twenty yard game, yeah, I'm gonna step up for that. But if I'm you're not having a lot of success in the rush running game, why yeah. as a linebacker or as a safety would I bite on play action? They weren't. Yeah, I they mean, uh, my mind goes to two things, and the first one is as a defender, second and ten. Probably not so much expecting run, especially thirteen out of fifteen times, right? I'm expecting, hey, they're going to throw the football again. If they're if they're committed to it on first down, why at second and ten they're going to come at us again yeah. from that standpoint? So he's probably playing the odds on trying to catch Notre Dame and and something when they're thinking pass. The other thing is you bring up third and manageable, right? Third and medium, you're going to convert a lot more than you are third and long, right? Yeah. Third and 10. So I think from that standpoint too, he's like, okay, I'm going to try and catch Notre Dame thinking we're going to throw the ball and we're going to run Let's it at him. And then, hey, we want a third and manageable down because putting my young quarterback on the road in the top 10 showdown at third and 10 yeah. isn't all that great. But well, Zach, that's, that's starting to become my problem with, with coaches. It's like, why is it that we trying to trick everybody like all of a sudden like I'm are, are you thinking that I'm going to throw the or run the ball so now are you thinking I'm going to throw the ball on second down so I'm going to run it like why is it that you it back when I played you knew what we was doing and it was like stop it if you think you know Here what we doing JT on yeah. you know we about to do can you stop it and it's like when yeah. did the mentality change that I have to become I have to outsmart somebody like why isn't it that my team can just still get it done Here, here's why you can't compare from when you played to now because when you played you had a running back named Zeke who they would <laughs> give the ball off to and he would and, he, and you'd say hey listen I'll, we're running Zeke to the right Wait a minute. and stop us if I it, didn't didn't Travion like didn't he tie the freshman record for touchdowns or something like that? Maybe, maybe freshman for touchdowns, but li- there's no and listen, I, this is nothing against Travion. No knock on him at all. Travion is not Zeke. Nowhere close no, to Zeke. Yeah, don't even. No, you can't even put him in the same yeah, sense. And no, that's, yeah. Athletically, athletically, Travion can probably outrun Zeke. Granted, oh, yeah. they're both they're both really fast dudes, but they're not the same player. So I think under that offense, when you played, it's. We're handing the ball off to Zeke, and guess what? You can either but you, uh, stop us for a five-yard gain, or we're going to the end well, zone. Well, you just told me that outside of Travion, they got Chip Trainum, and he's – now, he ain't Zeke, but you just said that he's uh, got that more physicality. No, 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 I him. agree with you, but I answered uh, Bill's question based <laughs> off of Travion getting most of the carries against Notre Dame. And so when I see Travion in the backfield and I'm Ryan Day calling plays, I've got a completely different mindset than I think I would – with Chip, and that's just me being honest. And so many people will be like, well, why isn't, why isn't Ryan Day making that call? Ryan Day, or Ohio State pays assistant coaches so they can rotate their guys. Tyvis, I'm sure Urban wasn't telling you to get in the game. It was a Kerry Combs thing. It was a yes. you know, DB's coach moving the, moving the things around. Yes. If Chip Trainum's going into the game replacing Trayvon, it's a Coach Alfred thing, right? Yes. It's not Ryan Day, but Ryan Day is calling the plays. So, Bill, back to your question, I think he's like looking, hey, who do I have in the backfield? Let's let's try and do this. Yeah, I think it's sound logic if you can assume you're going to get like three to five yards on second and one. The problem is yep. they keep getting one. So then it's oh, then it's a big problem. It's a big problem, which is why I, I agree with you. I think yeah. they should just start throwing it, right? Yeah. They, they should start throwing it, but I also think on first down, you and I have talked about this yeah, uh, I'm, I'm on, on, the, on the show and offline. 
I think, and this is no knock against Travion again, Chip Trainum needs to be the first and second down guy. I think this year, more than any other year, they truly have a third down back in Travion Henderson. So I think first and second down, you got to have Chip in there. When you get into a third down situation, just like the NFL model, you bring Travion in there who's great with screens, who's great in the passing game, who can do things in space. Like That's when you bring him in there. And so then on first and second down, now you can call some run plays. Now you know, hey, we can get in a second and six, second and five situation because we can get right downhill and chip is going to break some tackles he's going to get yards after contact he's going to do those things but then if you get to a third and eight third and six bring Travion in his screen game is great but what's that doing on first down you know like it's it's because they're not expecting spring uh, screen on first down that's what Tyvis loves Ah, it's a little chess ah. out there there you go I think the answer to your question is because I started hiring people based on how much you outsmarted people. So everyone's trying to get a I'm job. Not, I'm not yeah. with that. Started with Tom Herman. We gotta we gotta quit the we gotta quit the analytics and stuff. We gotta go with the gut and physicality. Back. I mean, you know, I agree. That, more offensive line coaches yeah, should be head coaches. Yeah. Is that your hottest take, Tyvis? No analytics. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. we, we need to get back to hot Cause takes. Because Bill, yeah. Bill, Bill gave us a great one and it gave us ten minutes to argue about. So, I'm anyways, sure. my hot take for me: yeah. How many picks? Does the secondary have for this season? One, right? Yeah. Denzel Burr. Denzel. Uh, still uh, secondary. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, secondary. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay. Secondary is one. So we only got two picks on the season? Is that right? Do four games? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my hot take is that we yeah. get more. We getting two alone in this game. I was really gonna say three because say Talia has three on the season. I was gonna say at the end of this game they was gonna double. Talia's interceptions number on the season, and he will have six. The great Talia Tagovailoa is going to throw. Three <laughs> well, picks? the problem being is they're going to go down. Da- no, they're going to go down. So now that they're down, it becomes a, a seven on seven, anyways. More opportunities. I think we finally get some tip yeah. balls, tips and overthrows. You got to get those. This is a revenge game from last year for the DBs. Exactly, it's a revenge game. They they're making a statement. They're making a statement. Bia, baby. There's the hot take. All right, is Josh Proctor going to get one of those? Can you hang on to it? It got knocked out of his hands. I look after further review, okay. it did get kind of knocked out of his hand a little bit. I don't know if you'd say that. If you my, my, it. my, <laughs> I think, I think Davidson gets one, a linebacker gets one, don't really know which one, and I think Lathan gets one. Okay. That's All the right. three. That's a hot take. I love it. Yeah. All right. What's your hot take? I was going to have Come you. Come on. Your hot take. <laughs> I, I think that my hottest take is that Talia Tongavailoa is a very, Average college football quarterback. Man. <laughs> Man. Now, I actually think that he poses a test. And for me, I'm going to say that this is hotter. I, I mentioned this to, to Berman Bill the other day. I was asked, can this be a bigger test? How does he compare to what happened with Western Kentucky? And then you build on that with Notre Dame. I think Talia poses a bigger threat to Ohio State than Sam Hartman did and certainly Western Kentucky. This is an offense that is going to spread out, going to throw it a lot. Tyvis is what you're talking about, a lot of opportunities for that secondary to prove how good they are. And this is a chance for the pass rush and the secondary to all say, this is what you can do. I don't think Maryland is that good. I think that they're going to just scheme up a lot of things that are going to be distractions, eye candy, challenges, however you want to put it. We've seen Maryland do that. You've seen them run one play multiple times at College Park and go 80 yards down the field for touchdown runs. We saw them scheme up and, and extend some plays and do a lot of things out of the pocket last year with Talia. There have been good games. They're, fu- they're fine. They're not a very talented football team. 
They may be better coached than I ever give Mike Loxley credit for. Do All not these, give him credit. I, I'm trying Do not, not give to. Him I don't any. want to. That's my hot take is that mm. it's possible that they can be better than I think they are, and that's as far as I'm willing to go. <laughs> Who does? Here's a question. Who does Ryan Day hate more, Mike Loxley or Jim Harbaugh? Mike Loxley. Okay. Oh, still? No, he hates, I don't. The rivalry is important to him. He hates Mike Loxley. Oh, Mike. Okay. I, I think that shifted after the third base uh, you know, Maybe right. Okay. Uh, maybe you're right. The third base. Yeah. Lou Holtz. Yeah. It's Lou. It's Lou <laughs> uh, Jim. Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Mike Loxley. Well, Greg Chiano. He's in there. That's that's the Mount I think, I think is, or, I think he's going to be the second best quarterback that Ohio State faces this year. That's your hot take? No, 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 it's not. Oh, but I, was, I think he's the second look. best. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the second. Wait a best. minute, hold on. That that's yeah. the second best he all, all year, even even if they go CFP. Uh, no, no, no. Are oh, you talking it, about just it, regular yeah, season? Just regular season. That's, I think he's the second best. I mean, who's first? That's not far fetched. JJ, JJ. I think Drew Aller's third. You I think, think Sam Hartman's fourth. That's kind of now that yeah. that's yeah. a little absurd. No, I, I think because he's think, able to do that's a little absurd. I think because he's, yeah, he's able to do so many different yeah. things. I that's, think Drew Aller's not going to beat you with your feet. Drew Drew yeah. or with his feet. Drew Aller is going to literally hand the ball off or try and take shots with a monster arm. But I think that's easier to defend than someone who can get outside the pocket, can extend the plays. JJ did that. I th- JJ's I think is the best. Oh, you say he's number one. He's number one. So Sam Hartman's four. Four. I don't think Sam Hartman's all that great. Yeah. Hey, Tyvis. Very interesting. He's in college for six years for a reason. <laughs> I think I any think- good quarterback's not going to be in college for six years. So this is well, like this is did. like the third time Austin's heard a, a variation of this take, and he's been more and more uh, exasperated every time. What if I put it to you this way? I think week to week. Tully is probably like fourth or fifth in terms of most reliable quarterback, but his A game is better than probably anybody's but JJ's. Yeah, I think that's probably the thing I would agree that's with. That's fair. He's the most no. volatile, and that's why I say there there is the potential that he could test Ohio no, State no, no, more no. than anybody else. Correct, no, but, I, but, but I think I, he's but, second. When you yeah, look no, no, at no, no, top I, potential, I know I, I'm not. But you don't know. We're talking before the game happened, right? We could be talking Sunday morning and say, "Well, we will yeah, be." But that's, no, no, no. I know. Uh, I would. I'm inclined to concede that point to Bill. The way that he's putting it, me not so much. No, no, okay, no, 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 no. I, got it. I think you may you may be saying the same things. Like Talia's best could be one or two. Correct, because we're talking going into the game. But the, but I've also seen him perform at a level that would make him like eighth or ninth. Because he yeah, is but, prone but not, to bad but not, decisions, but not he's as prone often. to turnovers. Yeah, that's why he's, my take is. Yeah. Yeah. He's also prone really to getting right. folded in half. I mean, like. Yeah. All yeah. of these things okay, make him enough. someone that you yeah. would not want to build on. Are you ready for my hot take? I am. Okay. Well, my, hot, my hot take. Thank you for saying that, Bill. Yeah. I wish, by the way, that their camera had been pointed the other way at Berm's dance moves <laughs> for that entire segment. I don't know what Zach yeah. did to prompt that, but he, he sure enjoyed Tal- it. He said Talia's number two. Talia's number two. I, I think he's a really good fo- I think if you ask any coach at the Woody Hayes right now, they would say he's a very good football player. Yeah, that's. I, I I trust your evaluation. I mean, he is. I don't know why yeah. you saying it like. Okay, here's my hot take. <sighs> Ultimate small. Series. Here's my hot take. Whatever. From now on, from now on, and I know it's a weak thing, but I'm kind of taking Bill's approach. Yeah, I love it. From now on, this team that you're going to see this week 
is the new Ohio State football team that you're going to see the rest of the year. I think this team is going to be so much better. I think they're going to play with more confidence. I think they're going to have more swagger than what they've played the first four weeks of the year. I think it's going to be a brand new football team that you're going to see going out there. And after Saturday's game, you're, all the noise is going to, is going to silent and people are going to say that team can can compete for a national championship because right now the noise is I don't know if that team can compete for a Big Ten championship right right now people are talking about Penn State and Michigan mm-hmm. like Ohio State's going to get beat and they're going to be the underdogs I think after this week people are going to be like that team is dangerous and this team is going to have the mindset Tyvis will tell you all it takes is one game that's a fact one game <laughs> at one game and I swear the locker room flips Penn State literally literally flips it's like everyone's walking on their toes. It's some people are playing with a swagger. It's like you run out on that field and you're like, give me everything you got. 20, Cause, I, Cause I'm swinging Michigan state 2012. I, I yeah, I know we've, we've talked about I it know for him. And I know we've talked about it. 2014 Penn state. Yeah. We, we were in a battle with UCF and UAB. The oh weeks before Michigan gosh. state. We were, <laughs> we were in battles. Then we go up to Michigan state. It's something clicked. Yeah. And then watch out. Hmm. The most delicious championship water that you've yes, ever had. Yes, that was it. All but right. I'm telling you, this team, after that Notre Dame game, and now putting it together against a 5-0 and Maryland team, big noon kickoff, the best game in college football this weekend. Biggest game. I'm telling you, that team is going to be talked about ah. across the country. What's, Boy, what's I the hope score that's be? so right. I, I go last in score. I always do. Well, I just felt like you were ready. You I, was ready. You I, was ready. I was ready. I was ready. Bill, what do you got? Uh, 48-21, which I'm actually not super confident. I I really think Ohio State might put it to them, um, but I'm nervous to pick it because like we have not really seen Ohio State do that yet. So like I'm like I don't I don't want to go there, but I I think it's in them. I think Zach's might might be on to something. I'm being a little more conservative. Still think Ohio State covers, wins comfortably, starts starts fast. I think most importantly, and and wins by a couple touchdowns. Okay, Tyvis, 42-24. 42-24. All right, that's tight. That's a little bit closer than you would normally go. Yeah. You just love that's not covered. Maryland. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna cover to twenty. Oh, I don't think they're gonna cover the twenty. Oh, interesting. Oh, person, I, I pray that I'm wrong. I hope they win sixty-three to nothing. But oh. I, that's I, forty-two. You know, a forty-two twenty-seven. That sounds oh right. even, even tighter. tighter. Yeah. Oh, forty-one seventeen, Zach. <laughs> forty-one seven. Yeah. God dang it, you are good. You're really good. <laughs> <laughs> you, God, I, have I, you I published this? You go first. Have you published this? Yes, I'm out there. God. <laughs> I offered to let you go, and you said, no, nah, I'm going last. You got 41-17 on the No, number. you want to know something? I had 45-17, but now I'm going 45-13. 45-13. Talked you into it? Yeah, he talked me into it. Two field goals. They're not giving up another touchdown. Because you want to know something? This Ohio State football team has given up the most they've given up this year. What, 10 points, right? Mm-hmm. 10 points, that's it? A 14 to Notre Dame. Oh, you're right, 14 to Notre Dame. It's going to be 13. Okay. They're not... They're not that's my that's my hot take right there. They're not get, uh Maryland's not gonna outscore Notre Dame. Love that. All right. You're right, it was fourteen. Now we're there. Okay. So forty five thirteen. I hope you're fired up. This has been <laughs> he is hilarious. weekend kickoff. It is brought to you by Bryant Heating Cooling System. Hammer the bet. Hammer it, hammer it. Hammer it. Over hammer it. and a cover. So they, they hammer co- it. They're covering. Everybody oh. here got covered. Except you. Tyvis, except they're going to cover. There's they're gonna live bet cover. They're gonna second half cover. They're gonna be slamming all the covers. Now you should be ready for weekend kickoff <laughs> and the weekend ahead. Ohio State, Maryland, it's Saturday at noon in the horseshoe. We can't wait. Thanks to Berm for whatever he brought to the first half of the show. That's Bill Landis. 
Tyvis Powell and Zach Bourne. I'm Austin Ward. Enjoy the game. We will talk to you again for a weekend kickoff brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems before Penn State.